I said, hey, ladies and fellas, if you're listening. As a woman of color, it is so hard to find lipsticks and glosses that really pop on my beautiful brown skin. Y'all know what I'm talking about? When the lipstick is giving lackluster instead of Lil Mama, okay? (laughs) Well, I discovered the most radiant, saturated, and pigmented lipsticks for richer complexions, and I found them at the Lip Bar. The Lip Bar is a black woman-owned and led beauty brand that focuses on providing effortless beauty options for all women, but especially women like us with highly melanated skin. Oh, and did I forget to mention that all Lip Bar products are vegan and cruelty-free? Get into it, friends. Make sure you click the link in the show notes to receive 10% off your first or next order of beauty products at the Lip Bar. Hashtag, you're welcome. But usually AHA, BHA, glycolic, lactic, all of those acids are great for the skin. It's lightweight. Lactic acid is going to get you to that even skin tone. It's going to lightly exfoliate the skin, but leave the skin looking glowy, fresh, and radiant like you want. So it's all about using the right ones. And now you're listening to the Sugar Free Podcast. Welcome to the tea party, friends. Now tell me, girl, how you like your tea. You know it's sugar free. Now tell me, girl, how you like your tea. Up in here, we like it sugar free. Come through, stop by, get up with me. With your girl sitting back, I'm a little crazy. Ooh, right here with me. It's where you wanna be. Wanna be. Let's get it sugar free. Yeah. Now tell me, girl. Me, girl. How you like your tea? How you like your tea? You know it's sugar free. Yeah. Hey, friend, and welcome to another episode of the Sugar Free Podcast, the premier life advice podcast for millennial women. Hosted by me, your homegirl in your head, Sid Mack. Yes, we are here, friends, for episode three of season four. Woo! Aren't you excited? Oh, I'm so excited, too. Ooh. So let's get into this episode, okay? So before we get into this week's episode, I feel like we need to have a, a little chit-chat, just the two of us. Is that Okay. Is that all right with you? <laughs> Wonderful. And so what do I want to talk about? I want to talk a little bit about mm, what I've been feeling lately. So for context, this week's episode is about how to upgrade your skincare routine with the fabulous, amazing, esthetician extraordinaire, Miss Alicia Dion. And she is here to get us together with our skincare routines. And so the inspiration for this episode was as you all know i am nearing mid-30s which honestly is a fantastic time to be alive like this is hands down i think the best years of my life because i am finally at a point in my life where i have enough time and enough money to do literally whatever i want (laughs) this is the first time in my 20s I either had time and no money, okay? 
or I had money and no time, all right? But then there were also times when I had no time and no money. <laughs> right? I was working like a dog just to make ends meet. And so I am in a magical place in my life where I have money and time. I don't have kids and a husband, which, you know, uh, arguably could make life better. But since I don't have them, wonderful. I got more time to do what? Whatever I want, right? <laughs> and so I am at this magical place in my life financially and as a, in my evolution as a woman, right? In my evolution as a woman, right? But I'm also realizing, friends, that, you know, I'm getting older, okay? All right? And while black don't crack, you still got to maintain it, all right? You could have a, a great piece of, you know, artwork, a great, you know, hardwood floors, whatever, whatever the great, uh, wonderful thing is, but you got to take care of it, okay? It ain't going to just be good because you say it's good or you think it should be good. No, you, you got to shine it up, okay? You got to make it look good. You got to keep it upright. You got to keep it together. So y'all already know I've been eating air since my mid-20s so that I could, you know, be fabulous and fine or whatever. And y'all know I, that's just me joking for I don't eat meat. I don't drink alcohol. I try to significantly limit my sweets. I decided I'm not like not doing sweets anymore, but there was a period of time where I did not eat sweets at all. Um, but now I'm just, I just in, in very, very strict moderation. And so I also work out three to four times a week, either boxing I'm into now, running or dance class, very active in great shape, you know, looking good, but Got to get the face together, okay? Got to get this face in order. And so that was the inspiration for this episode. We have got to keep our face together, okay? With Naomi Campbell and Pharrell out here aging backwards, we got to figure out what we got to do to get in that same that same line, okay? We need to get in formation with getting our faces together. And so I, I realized, friends, that I'm getting older and, and I need to put the proper routines in place so that I could be successful. So that in 20 years, my face looks amazing still. I can't just rely on genetics and black don't crack, okay? I gotta take care of it. So the other thing that I wanted to chit chat with you about, on, in addition to the inspiration for the episode being my desire to preemptively get my skincare routine together, but it was also because I don't know what has been going on inside of my head lately. Nobody probably needs to know what's going on inside of my head at any given moment. But I don't know what's been going on inside of my head lately, but lately I have just not been feeling great about my looks. And I just was like, I feel like I don't look the same. <laughs> you know, I'm like, am I starting to look old? Like, ooh, I don't know, I don't know if I'm feeling I'm looking as hot, you know? And so, Honestly and truthfully, developing the skincare routine has been part of what can I do to make myself feel better? And honestly, I do feel like my face has looked more youthful. I'm happy with the results. I'm happy with how my skin's looking. I'm happy with how my face is looking. Um, but yeah, I just, I really had been feeling good about like how my face looks and, and my appearance. And I, I just wanted to to do something to, to, to help that. So the skincare routine, is part of that. Um, and the other thing that I'm doing 
this will be an exclusive if you listen to the podcast it won't be as complete surprise to you is that i also decided i'm ready to wear a wig gas (laughs) i'm ready to to change it up to switch it up to look different like i i want to have hair again um if you guys listened to season one i did an episode all about alopecia and my journey with it and Part of that was realizing that if I had a choice, I would not choose to be bald. Like, that's the thing that I think people don't realize and understand. Like, people just look at me out in the world and they're like, oh, why why did she choose that? I didn't choose this. It was chosen for me. This is just the way that I am naturally made. And so I've just been going with it. But honestly, if I had a choice about what I want to look like, it would not be bald. I'm sorry. You know, there's nothing wrong with being bald. That's just not what I would want to choose for myself in terms of how I look and how I show up in the world. And so I realized every other woman in America is wearing a wig in 2023. So I can get one too. So that's what I'm doing. I'm getting a wig. So if you see me pop out in the streets on the ground with some hair, mind your business. All right? (laughs) Wonderful. I'm doing what I need to do to feel good about myself right so one is wearing the hair and two is getting my face together so with that are y'all ready to get y'all faces together too wonderful and with that let's go ahead and introduce our guest alicia welcome to the tea party girl please tell the good people who you are and what you do i'm alicia flanagan mccoggle also known as Alicia Dion Beauty. I am an esthetician. I've been licensed since 2018. I have my own beauty spa in Marietta, Georgia. I specialize in all things skin. I I like to call myself one of those estheticians that treat skin versus give facials or rather treat your problem areas. Gotcha. Well, we are so excited to have you here today. I am super excited as well. Thank you so much for joining me. So I have to address the elephant in the room first. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) since today's episode is about natural beauty and skincare tips for black and brown skin, I felt like Today was a perfect opportunity for us to come to the tea party mm-hmm. with no makeup on. Yes. <laughs> Fresh skin. Yes. Now, Miss Alicia's over there looking like a superstar without this. Listen, <laughs> lip, the Vaseline on the lips is popping, girl. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so this was huge for me. Because I usually like I don't mind going out like if I'm running to the grocery store or something without makeup on, Mm -hmm. but I usually would never be on camera without makeup on. And so I felt like it was important for us to have this conversation Mm -hmm. without the makeup on just based on some conversation that you and I had had before and how in today's society, we have become so used to seeing people with makeup on, like we are inundated with these pictures and images of women on social media, traditional media, television, Hollywood, right? 
And in Atlanta, mm-hmm. like just the ladies at the grocery store, right? Listen, yes. <laughs> of like always having a beat face and always mm-hmm. looking perfect. And that has distorted our perception of what beautiful healthy skin is supposed to look like um and so I wanted us to have this conversation without makeup on so that we could normalize mm-hmm. looking at a person's face yes with a, few, a few blemishes right because yes that is what regular skin look like looks like right <laughs> you know and few- it took me a long time honestly to get to this point a very long time Oh, um, well, let's let's get right into it because I, I I need to hear more. I feel like the people need to hear more about you and these these good skin. Because the other thing I feel like is being a black woman. I've always heard, you know, um, black don't crack and like right. all these other things and like mm-hmm. that our skin is different than other folks skin and all that. And we ain't got to do nothing. And it's just going to be all right. And right. So, as I've gotten older, I've noticed that my skin has gone through changes. And maybe at one point in my life, I could just put some water on my face and it would be okay. But I'm I'm not mm-hmm. at that point anymore. And so mm-hmm. since I don't have a beauty routine that I inherited, because the beauty routine that I inherited was put some Vaseline on and you'll be all right. Exactly. <laughs> or alcohol. Or alcohol or what, mm-hmm. whatever the, the fix is. And so right. I think it's so important to have you here today so we can address a lot of those myths so that we can maybe change up the routines that we inherited and really mm-hmm. start to come into our own in terms of figuring out what kind of skin we have and developing a skincare routine that's going to have us aging out here like Pharrell and Naomi right. Campbell. Okay. <laughs> Which means aging not at all because they looking like vampires out here. It's like they're going backwards. Girl. <laughs> Girl, I need to drink the water that they're drinking. But no, but seriously, um, one thing that we all forget is that the skin is the biggest organ in our body. And so we have to cater to it the same way we cater to our body. So the same thing where, you know, we want to lose weight or we want to make sure we're not eating too much sugar because it's going to cause this to to wiggle. The same thing can happen to the skin. We have to be careful about the things that we take in too. You mentioned Vaseline. I remember in aesthetic school, my teacher said Vaseline, gasoline. Ooh. So I remember hearing that like, oh. And so she was just like, no, like if if it gasoline sounds harsh, look at think Vaseline. Your skin isn't able to break it down. Mm. Um so given you can still have some, because I knew a girl that also was in that class that wore Vaseline every day skin was flawless but it wasn't because of the vaseline she genetics she was gonna have beautiful skin regardless because her mother or her father had either normal skin um so it was one of those where we usually think that it's product sometimes it is but we have to start from the beginning. Our skin is hereditary. 
So your parents had oily skin. You may have oily skin. If your parents have acne, you may have acne. All of those things matter. And we just have to cater to all of those problem areas. Interesting. So that we were going to get to this later in the episode, but we... We just gonna be all over the place today because I feel like this is, yes, it's it's a sugar free podcast. We we will yes. we will go wherever the flow takes us. But one of, this was actually one of the myths. So I feel like there's a lot of common myths and min- misconceptions in ethnic communities about skin and skincare and treatment. And this was actually one of the myths that I was like wanting you to debunk was whether uh-huh. or not. Vaseline is enough because I'm going to tell you, just like you're the girl in your class, my mom is a Vaseline enthusiast, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, die hard. I mean, she's going to be putting it on her face for, for the rest of her life. And Listen, my mom, too. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she puts it over her skin. eyes, like feet. And her skin is is beautiful, but it's, it's good to know that it's not necessarily the Vaseline per se, because I personally, when I put Vaseline on my face, sometimes it causes me to break out because <laughs> it's just too. And I find, too. So like after I get a facial, if I, if I haven't had a facial or something in a long time, I can usually get away with putting the Vaseline on. But I notice, especially like if I do a mask or something and my pores are open or something like that, if I put the Vaseline on, I'm going to be broken out. And you're using it for a uh, moisturizing purposes, correct? Girl, I don't know. That's <laughs> okay. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. So it's more than likely cl- clogging your pores. Um, kind of like coconut oil. Mm, I don't. I don't use coconut oil. Okay, but anything. that's another one that a lot of people use on their face. Coconut oil is very um, comedogenic, meaning it causes comedones like blackheads and whiteheads. For some people, mm. it can sit on the surface. And when it sits directly on top, it's going to cause, it's going to clog the pores. And Vaseline will have the same effect. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what are, so this this is another myth that I, I need us to debunk. Do black and brown people have different skin? Like, is our skin different than white people? Or do we all have the same skin and we're just tripping? Our skin is different. Okay. Okay. Different. Okay. Yes. So it's one of those where, let's say, chemical pills. Mm. With chemical pills, they range by what we call the Fitzpatrick scale. Fitzpatrick scale is kind of like the shades in our skin complexion. So someone who is pale color may not be able to use the same chemical peel that caters to melanated skin. Mm. It may be too harsh. It may be too strong. I've had clients to, let's say, go to a Caucasian salon, get a chemical peel or get a facial and either being told that, I'm sorry, I don't have products to cater to your skin. You should go to either a dermatologist or someone who has melanated skin. And it's mainly because some products is based on our skin type. 
Mm, that's good to know because I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And so when you had mm-hmm. asked me, like, if I use the Vaseline as a moisturizer, like, I couldn't answer that because I don't have a skincare routine. So I don't even know what different products, right? Like, they're they're supposed to do. Like, I don't know if one's like a sh- strips the oils, one puts, I don't know. Right, so right. I, <laughs> So that also I didn't know, like, if there were products out there that were different per skin type, because I have never really used products. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. You know what I mean? But I've just from what I've heard and growing up hearing, I've always heard that our skin was different. And obviously it's it's different in pigmentation. Right. I wasn't sure if that difference in pigment also might translate to like a difference in resilience or tolerance for certain things and so I feel like it's important for us to kind of just know because there are fair-skinned black people and there are dark-skinned black people and so there may be products that a fair-skinned black woman or Latina woman or Asian woman might be better for her that's not so great for darker-skinned Asian Latina or black women So it's usually more so products that are chemical based. So when I mention a chemical peel, chemical peels strip the skin to get you at a normal skin complexion. So for someone who have, let's say, a paler skin type than myself, they may... hmm, how can I ask this a better way for me to explain it so you can understand the sugar-free podcast just go on ahead and so it's okay you know what just like when we go into Walmart (laughs) okay girl take take, we know this we're on the beauty supply aisle right looking for some hair products Mm. and you know how we have our aisle yes and they have theirs (laughs) it's kind of like that but they can still use the same cleanser that I use They can still use the same moisturizer. So it's not still as, it's more diverse when it comes down to the skincare world, but it's when you, when it's chemical. Now let's say sunscreen. Mm. We still need sunscreen. Mm -hmm. We may not burn as easy as someone who is of a lighter complexion, but we still need the protection. So we'll go, a lower number versus they will go a higher number. So let's say SPF of 100 will be someone of Asian, Caucasian, this mm. We'll say between 15, 30, 50. Not saying that you can't use 100, but based on our melanated skin type, that's how much protection that we will need. Mm. Um, and that will be enough to protect us. Um What's something else that would be different based on skin type? Well, before we get into that, I feel like we need to do a little level setting because as somebody who hasn't used a lot of product, and like I said, Uh I feel like in our communities, like maybe we're not using as much product. Can we like just level set a little bit? Like what, what are the, what are the products? Like, you mentioned a moisturizer and a peel, okay. but like, like what, what's the range? Like this, what's your skincare routine should look like, basically? <laughs> I mean, sure. We're jumping around. Like, listen, we're all over the place today, but we're going to get, we're going to get back to everything. <laughs> oh, you're up. Uh, cause, cause when you say, what are the products, the best way to explain it would be 
based on an order that you should use it in. You see what I'm gotcha. saying? Gotcha. So you should start off with your cleanser. But since we're starting off with a natural face and we don't have makeup, we don't even have to go there right now on how to remove it. But you should always start off with a cleanser. Okay. And what does um, the cleanser do? So your cleanser is going to remove dirt and oil. Now, you can also use a cleanser that caters to what you're treating, what you're maintaining. So treating breakouts, treating pigmentation. Um, so you can get a cleanser that caters to that, or you can get a gentle cleanser that's mainly going to cleanse the skin, not necessarily treat anything, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Um, then you have your toner and then witch hazel. Two different. But there are two two things that people use after they finish cleansing. What um, does the, the toner purpose, do? So the toner is going to remove whatever the cleanser didn't remove. If you're using a toner that's catering to what you're treating, so a toner will have, let's say, vitamin C. That'll help to lighten pigmentation, anti-aging, because we want to look good as long as possible or youthful. Um you also want to find a toner that has an ingredient, especially if you have breakouts, that's going to cater to your breakouts. Uh, mm. But then a witch hazel mm. won't do what a toner will do. See, now, witch hazel, I've heard of that before. And that's <laughs> my mama used that. <laughs> that's the most common that people use. And they think they're the same and they're not. Okay. So a witch hazel is going to make sure there's no dirt and oil. Let's say if you didn't deep clean or you didn't double cleanse or you cleanse your skin to kind of, you know, get it over with. You go in with a cotton round. You will see using a toner and a witch hazel how well you cleanse your skin because usually it's dirt and bacteria on it or to be brown. So your witch hazel will remove that. It'll also... Um, help to remove any extra oils or dirt that's causing your pores to clog. But outside of that, it's not necessarily going to treat anything. But um, a toner will? A toner will if you find the right one. Oh, or if you find one that's catering to what you're treating. Because some people just go, oh, it's a toner. Or listen, I love Rihanna. But Rihanna just dropped the skincare line. I got, I'm using her toner. Gotcha. Her toner doesn't cater to you though. See what I'm gotcha. saying? I do. Okay. So I have, I have another question before we move on to the next like product and definition. Yeah. So the first one you said was a cleanser. Is that kind of like soap? Like just to wash your face? Okay. We can't use soap. Wait, what? Okay. I've been soap? putting soap on my, I put soap on my face today. Okay, so usually soap is very drying. So for me, if I use soap on my face, get out of the shower, my skin usually feels tight, dry, sometimes itchy. That's because the soap has stripped my skin of all of my natural oils, leaving me empty. Now my skin has to produce more, so either it'll cause you to produce more oil or you'll have dry skin. Well, do you use um, the Dove? Because you know the Dove has the quarter moisturizer. I use the Dove. Okay, okay so I have <laughs> used the Dove sensitive before, um, mainly because my baby's doctor recommended it for his eczema. Mm. 
And I wanted to see for myself kind of how it was. It's still so. Though the dermatologist thought to approve, and I as an esthetician say, let's just get a cleanser, friend. Um, let's get a cleanser. Let's leave the soap for the body. So Not basically you saying I'm raggedy. <laughs> no, because you... Everybody uses soap. If it's not soap, it's water, to be honest. It's normal. Okay. 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 It but, is so normal. But the cleanser itself, we would replace our soap with that. Yes. Okay. And then the toner, like, is that kind of like, look like lotion or like, is that so another? Your toner will be liquid. It will be more so in a spray bottle. Some have a little Doppler, whatever you call it, type of bottle. Um, so you can either spray it on your face, spray it on the cotton round, and just wipe it across the skin. Gotcha. Okay, so then what's next after toner? So we want to exfoliate. I was one of those people that St. Ives had me by in a chokehold. I don't know <laughs> if you knew St. Ives back in the day. But... St. Ives was a, a facial scrub that I used to use to, you know, to, it made my skin feel super soft. Um, but that is a form of exfoliating. Do not recommend St. Ives um, only because it has nuts in it and it can be very damaging and very harsh on the skin. So if you are using a scrub, you have salt scrubs, you have sugar. Um, I say... Use one that has either rice or seaweed, something that's not going to damage the surface of the skin at all. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so let me back up. So you exfoliate after you wash the face? Yes. Okay, see, th this is mind-blowing for me because <laughs> I was thinking you would do that first. Oh, first. Uh -huh. Yeah. yeah. This, I it's not even no this is common <laughs> I, it's not even that i hear it i grew up seeing it so it's one of those where you just got to retrain the mind because i myself did it that way um mm. because to me i was like oh i'm removing now i'm mm. gonna go in to clean but you want to we don't for one we don't exfoliate every day um, so you want to cleanse the skin first to remove whatever's on the surface and everything underneath. Okay. Your exfoliation is the, is the purpose of it is, so it's two different types of exfoliations for one. So if you're using a scrub, that's more than likely going to cater to what's on top of the skin. So it's going to sloth away um, or help break down, let's say, whiteheads. Um, What's a whitehead? A whitehead are usually little white dots. Sometimes you can kind of like, I don't recommend this, but you can, it's sitting right on top that you can kind of flicker off if you wanted to. Like or a pimple. Oh, pimple. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And so you don't recommend. So that's another myth. So this is great. We're weaving our mitts in. Yes. Can we pop the white heads or the pimples? Now I okay. I'm okay. Oh, I am one of those estheticians <laughs> that will show you how to do it properly. But 
the reason why we can't is we're aggressive. Let's just be honest, okay? We're going to keep at it until it comes out. Yeah. So when we do that, we break the skin, and now it's going to scab, and now it's going to discolor. Oh. Versus when you come in to get an extraction, I have, for one, cleansed the skin, softened the surface, loosened up that oil buildup. That steam has now drawn everything to the surface. Now, I when I go in to exfoliate, not exfoliate, to extract, everything is sitting right there at the top waiting for me. And it's just a small little, kind of you was to get a shot, small little hole, and it pops right out. Mm. I didn't break the skin. And you're not going to discolor afterwards. So what I tell you to do at home is, of course, loosen up the skin by cleansing it. Take a Q-tip, lift, wiggle, wiggle, lift, wiggle, wiggle. Nothing comes out. You have to stop. <laughs> Throw the Q-tips away <laughs> and go on about your day. Now, if you're unable to do that, let's not go in with these Q-tips. So wait, like, does does the pimple get ripe? Like, okay, if I wiggle, wiggle today and it don't come out, like, to, you know what I mean? Like, tomorrow. So it, should, it should, especially if, if you're using, pro okay, so when you have a breakout, we can't control it, okay? There's really nothing, we can treat it, but the only thing you can do when you're at home is keep the skin clean so I would cleanse, I would exfoliate, I would apply a mask. A mask mm -hmm. will help at least draw it out to the surface. So if you go to wiggle and if it didn't come out, wait the next day. Um, you can spot treat a mask in that area. You can do a pimple patch. You can apply some benzoyl peroxide, um, things mm -hmm. to treat it. If you still see that it hasn't come to a head, we gotta leave it alone. Let it lie. Let it lie. <laughs> As the old folks would say, let it lie. Okay. Let it lie. Well, I won't tell you what my process was for popping up. <laughs> Listen, I, I want to know, but I feel like it, it, I've, I'm sure it, I've, listen, I am a picker myself. I was a heavy picker prior to aesthetics. If I felt it, it had to go even with my hairs. It's a common thing. We are so used to keeping our hands on our face too. We can't do that either. But yeah, no picking. Well, I'm going to no try. Picking. I'm going to try. So I, I have a couple of follow-up questions now. Okay. So you mentioned the mask being a potential like treatment. Like what, what is a mask? Is it an exfoliant in, in the process? Because we so had our cleanser toner a part of your treatment. So if you break everything mm. down to what it is that it's doing, so you want to cleanse the skin, you want, so how we're treating the problem is through exfoliation. We're treating it through applying a mask because your exfoliation is either removing it from the surface, your chemical exfoliation will removing it from underneath. Your mask is also treating it by let's say mm. have you tried the Aztec healing clay mask no okay okay that's a very <laughs> popular one that's why I said it like that 
Wait, what's um, it called again? The Aztec Healing Clay Mask. You know what? I have not tried it. But one of my friends one time, we were having a sleepover and she brought uh-huh. some. And it was like a powder. powder. I think you had to like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't, this too much work for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you would have applied it, um yeah it it, it kind of sucks the life out of you you wouldn't be able to lift your brows you wouldn't be able to smile I mean it feels like but you know for us I don't know like for me I would keep a perm in for a while mm-hmm. so with that mask the longer it stays on it, it gotta work so that leads into another thing clay mask we cannot keep it on until it completely dries so with the Aztec mask keeping it on like that and everybody keeps it on that way um you're stripping the skin of it, your natural oil so we don't want to do that but a mask is going to treat whatever you're catering to so if your skin is dry we'll use something uh a mask that's moisturizing something that has aloe in it um is there something any that you recommend a, um mask mask and exfoliant Ooh, uh, there's so many. Top of my head, Paula's Choice Chemical BHA Exfoliant. Paula's Choice. Uh huh. Okay, let me write that down. Listen, I'll send it to you. Yes, I actually have a whole link to my Amazon favorites list. I can definitely send it. Oh, to you. please do. Yes. My, my, and I have everything broken down in categories to make it easier. Wonderful. My audience knows I like to write it down. Like, okay, yes. so 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 that so I like use Anne's apothecary stuff. Have you ever used or heard of that? Anne? Anne, yeah. Anne. I don't think so. I probably know it by how it looks versus the name, only because there's so many skincare lines. It's crazy because I use Sorella Apothecary mm. at my spa. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna look into that too. So I use Anne's because it's black woman owned. Oh, yes, yeah. Yes. Okay, <laughs> and they're based out of North Carolina. Uh huh. And so I I like to get all of my guests a gift. So I'll I'll get that for you, girl. Yeah, right thank out. you. <laughs> yes, yes. I love anything black owned. Same. but um but yeah but your moisturizer so for moisture anything hydrating if your skin is dry if you're so let me back up so after we go cleanser toner exfoliate and then moisturize mask mask okay so exfoliation isn't every day it's every other Okay. A mask is once a week. I will only say twice a week if you're treating something. So let's say okay. hormonal, hormonal breakout, time of the month. Um, skin is having breakouts here and there. I've already applied the mask on Sunday. Breakouts are still there. So on Wednesday, I'll spot treat it on those areas. Hmm. Okay, so the um, but the mask is like an exfoliant, but it's different than like it's so a separate it's not product. an exfoliant. Oh, it's, it's not, not exfoliating the skin. So a mask should help to either 
detoxify by removing dirt and oil. So okay. let's say she remove whatever buildup your skin left behind from cleansing throughout the week. Gotcha. So if you know, like, oh, I haven't cleansed my skin at all, or I've been working out, or I've just produced a lot of sweat, I'll use a clay mask to help dig up all of that dirt and pull gotcha. it all out. Clay mask also helps with dark spots too. Because I'll say during this heat, mm. I would need a clay mask. Mm. Once a week, maybe twice, because your skin <laughs> is producing a lot of oil. And that's another reason why my skin is so shiny. Because Girl, it's glowing. It's not shiny. Yeah. You. Yes. you know what? Right. I got to check. Right. Glowing. Um, so with the clay mask, uh-huh. I'm assuming the Aztec one you do not recommend. No, I do. I love it. Oh, you do? Uh-huh. Okay. It's, about, it's, how, it's about how you go about using it. So let's say you do have it at home, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people have it at home. Um, I It tells you to use apple cider vinegar. I use water. I'll only mm-hmm. do a splash of apple cider vinegar if I'm having a breakout. Only because when you apply the apple cider vinegar to that clay, you hear it sizzling. That alone lets you know it's going to pull it out. (laughs) And so (laughs) I want to be able to control how it works. So I apply water so that it's not too harsh for my skin. Um, I then will apply aloe, the plant. Cut it open. The aloe will kill any bacteria that's causing that breakout. And that moisture or the hydration that that mask is pulling out, the aloe is packing it back in. Wait, wait, hold the on. The mask on, is on. off. Okay. You you get a piece of like aloe leaf and put it on your face. Where you where do you get an aloe? So leaf I cut from? it open. Where you get that from? And I put it inside of the mask. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Where, where I get an aloe leaf from? Because I be seeing people on the internet Ooh, put it on, put on people's so- hair and all kind of stuff. I was about to pull up the aloe plant, but um, oh, you, you just have buy- one in your home. Mm-hmm. I have, we have probably like sixty plants, but anyway, oh. aloe plants. You can always get an aloe plant. They're like ninety nine cent at Walmart. Stems of aloe. Um, just water it every so often. Um, or you can go to Publix and get the large stem of aloe like this thick super long um cut it open um let's say i got a cut mark i'll cut the aloe open or i may have to break it off or break a piece freeze or refrigerate the remaining or what you're not using but i'll just remove the green stem and whatever the clear inside put it inside that clay mask mix it up and apply it on my skin Oh, that seems like so much work. Like the little mask that I yes, have, it, it, already, it already comes mixed up. All I got to do is open it and put it on. Now, it may be tearing so up my face. So for DIY girls, for the DIY, but <laughs> I still, but for the women who don't want to make it, you don't have to. Okay, um, what, what else you got for us? <laughs> so there's so many. I say when you're looking for a clay mask first, when you're looking for any products, what are we treating first? So if you're like, 
And I do have clients that's like, I don't know what I'm treating. I don't know what my skin is. But if you, so then ask yourself, why are we natural today? Why is it so hard to be natural? You see what I'm saying? So if it's dark spots, mm. get a clay mask to cater to that. Mm. If it's blackheads, get a clay mask to cater to that. If you're having, let's say, I'm oily in my T-zone, dry everywhere else. Put a clay mask here in your T-zone area. Put a hydrating mask everywhere else. Okay, wait, like back, back up. So you're saying that, okay, if I have, you said if I have dark spots, get a clay mask for that. And so or, hmm. that would be a different kind of clay mask than the one that we would get if we had blackheads, right? It depends. Because you will, you can still find a mask that caters to all of that. Gotcha. And like, it'll say so on the bottle. Like, how will we know? It should definitely say so. Will it, it say, say will it say this it's for black girls on it too? Like, how will I know? <laughs> or is it for, is it for everyone? It should more than every, you, everything is universal as far as skincare. As, okay. as what's sold in stores. But... Let's see. Like, what are some it, indicators that this is like made with black skin in mind? If it's black owned, Ooh. and so Paula's is Paula's the the, the one that you mentioned. Paula's choice is not black owned. It's not, but it's okay. So then let's go Paula. We have professional, and then we have over the counter. Over mm. the counter is anything you know you can buy Walmart, Target, Ulta. But with professional lines, professional lines cater to the skin, skin only. When we go out and purchase products from the store, those manufacturers cater to how long it's going to last on the shelf. Mm. Then our knees are somewhere down in there. So I like Paula because it's catering to all of my needs when it comes down to the ingredients i can mm. trust what's in the product so let's say with vitamin c when buying a, a vitamin c serum which we haven't gotten to serums but usually if it's vitamin c you should see that vitamin c is the first second or third ingredient anything mm. underneath that you're getting all of what's in front of it and you're getting none of that vitamin c so usually with professionals professional skincare lines the ingredients are usually better for the skin typically yeah that's usually um, the case with professional products mm -hmm. <laughs> so in terms of ingredients for let's say any of these products are there certain ingredients that we should just like definitely stay away from like if you see it that as an ingredient it's a no Ooh. so i think the easiest way to kind of because there's so many it's hard to kind of throw out an ingredient or different ones i say as long as you're looking for let's say oily skin, look for salicylic acid. Okay. Because salicylic acid is going to help to dissolve the oils. Um, it's going to gotcha. 
help cater to those black kids. When so there are down, acids that are good for the skin. Cause I was yes. always, this is another myth, like thinking that acid was not good for the skin. Mm-hmm. It is. It's all about finding the right acids, but usually AHA, BHA, glycolic, lactic, all of those acids are great for the skin. It's lightweight. Lactic acid is going to get you to that even skin tone. It's going to lightly exfoliate the skin, but leave the skin looking glowy, fresh, and radiant like you want. So it's all about using the right ones, but using the wrong ones Usually you find clients or people using the wrong products because, and I hate to say this, YouTube, mm. um, I was one of those. I mean, I was on it every day, but there's a lot of misinformation on mm. there. Um, so, and a lot of times what you're using, I may not be able to use. We have two different skin types. And so we're not using what our skin needs. If you have oily skin, you have to cater to that oily skin. You may have dry skin. Um, you may have acneic skin. What's so that? all of those acneic. So, so you're ac- acne, um, acne. acne prone. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Right. So a lot of times people are using, I mentioned Rihanna because I love Rihanna. I'm going to use Rihanna's line, but that line doesn't cater to acne it caters to someone who's normal skin someone who doesn't have any anything that they're necessarily treating they're just needing a deep cleaning and i want a nice so what Mm -hmm. are the different skin types and like (laughs) yeah (laughs) wait wait before we get into that though have we covered all the products so we were at oh, we mo- moisturizer so after we okay so we moisturizer okay we're moisturizer and that's another thing too people forget serum and they think the serum and the moisturizer are the same and they're two different things um I so also, the serum comes after the exfoliate so so your typical routine during the daytime will be cleanse tone serum moisturizer and spf no now if you want to apply any eye cream you can you'll do that during your serum portion gotcha but then your nighttime routine will be cleanse tone exfoliate if you want to apply a mask at night you can serum moisturizer wait 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 hold on hold on on. i gotta do this every day in the morning and in the night time. Okay, so then let's get into this. So for my normal skin girls or for my clients who tend to break out typically because I'm hormonal, at night, if you feel like, and I like to tell you to cleanse when you're the most thorough. So when you feel as though you can spend the most time properly cleansing your skin, because typically we're just getting it over with. Mm -hmm. So we're leaving behind certain oil. And that's why our skin is either too oily or we have clogged pores because we're not deep cleaning. So let's say it's at night. You do your deep cleaning at night and deep cleaning, meaning double cleanse. Apply the cleanser, remove it, apply the cleanser again. Mm. 
Um, so then you would do that at night. So then let's say in the morning time, we'll, we can rinse off with water, tone, okay. serum, moisturizer, sunscreen. That's a lot of steps. We, Can't but we, we like still have <laughs> you still have to apply, especially if you're trying to treat something. We you have to stay consistent. So so what's like the starter pack? Like what if I'm not ready yet? <laughs> <laughs> like because okay, let me tell you so wait, let me tell you what, what I do now. Do. Let me tell you what I do. So right now I will take my dove quarter moisture soap bar of soap. Okay. And, you know, I'll take it, wash my face, dry my face off and put on, uh-huh. I guess, a moisturizer. In the summertime, I will put on um, a vino oh, the, the, um, with the um, the SPF. sunscreen. Yeah, the Avino sunscreen. So that's all oh, I had. <laughs> okay. so, but it, it's for face. It's the sunscreen for the face. But it's still in the moisturizer. That doesn't okay. count. Okay, well, so that's what I put on. I mean, then... it counts. It counts. <laughs> Let me, I'm sorry I said that. It does count. <laughs> but when I say if you're in direct sunlight, we need a standalone sunscreen because when it's in a moisturizer, it's not as strong. You're getting more of that. Is the more of the moisturizer than you get in the SPF. Um, but black girl sunscreen. Okay, I look at well because they have the SPF fifty for uh-huh. the face, and so I put the SPF fifty on for the face, and then like for the winter time, I do the same thing, but instead of the Aveeno, I would just put on like some type of oil for my face. But okay. but honestly, like that's in the winter it. time, I do say I do condone it. Okay, the time only because it's not as bright. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I'm I'm giving you this as my routine because of okay. you you telling me all these additional steps is like it feels like a lot. Like what's the starter pack no. like, to take me because from literally, gradually? Okay, so what you're doing now, what you're doing now, we cleansed. Okay. Now starter pack cleanse. Let's add an exfoliant. Okay. And then let's get a separate sunscreen. Okay. Okay. And I ask that because I'm sure there are lots of women out there who who aren't doing anywhere near all these steps at all, if ever. And they just got immediately intimidated by hearing everything that they're supposed to be doing. Not once, but twice a day. Because at night, girl, listen, at night, I just go to bed on on God's promise. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you listen it's like a busy do. day i don't have time i get it i get it i get it but when if you want results you gotta stay consistent dang it's, it's part of the but you know it takes what 30 days to create a habit and i find it difficult though when you don't know what to use because if you know what to use and if you trust and and once you start seeing results, it makes you want to continue using it too. But I find with a lot of my clients, it's that they truly just don't know, don't know what to use, don't know where to start. And so they will slowly work their way in. So I like to tell you to show me what you're using. 
So then I'll tell you what to pull out, what to replace it with, not to 80, I was about to say 86, but not to get rid of the entire <laughs> routine. But let's just start with getting a better exfoliator, okay. getting a serum that actually caters to your problem areas, adding a sunscreen. Let's okay. see if that works. Um, or getting an exfoliator altogether. Altogether, exactly. Because <laughs> there and was sometimes none. it's double cleansing too. Because <laughs> do you double cleanse? You mean like wash and then wash again? Uh huh. No. Okay. What? What? Exactly how I explained it is exactly how it goes. Okay. <laughs> the quarter so moisture. Honestly, though, if you were just to do those three things you will see a huge difference honestly just one just by double cleansing so you the, should be able to see a difference the three things you said were the getting a separate sunscreen mm-hmm. and adding an exfoliator and double cleansing and double cleansing okay so there's our starter pack yes, yes. okay we got our starter pack yeah everyone out there who's wondering how they can get started when if they're not ready to cleanse tone serum exfoliate moisturize just yet we could just start with a <laughs> double cleanse yes a separate sunscreen and an exfoliator listen okay. start there and and and, and another, and it to some it can be a Debbie Downer. It takes about two to three months to start to seeing results. Months. Oh my gosh! Is that typically the biggest pushback or issue you get with clients that come in? Do you want results right now? I mm. I want to know that when I use this cleanser, when I wake up in the morning, my breakout is gone. Right, but that sadly it's not. It's not the reality. Or I've been using it for 30 days. Um, but I still do feel like, though, even though it's a two to three, within 30 days, you should still see something. Mm. And then when we walk into that second month, we should see more progress than we've seen in the previous. And then so on and so forth. But then if you're in the second month and we haven't seen any results at all, and we're past six to eight weeks, then definitely let's reassess and see why it's not working. Honestly, though, I feel like that's consistent with a lot of people's feelings when as it relates to beauty and kind of what we talked about at the beginning of the episode. It's just like these unrealistic expectations. (laughs) What you're describing is similar to that. It's just like people are not patient and it's a process. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's just the world that we live in today. It, Cause you'll have, let's say some, another esthetician show you how this person came in and got a chemical pill and their skin is not flawless. Mm-hmm. So then now they're like, well, Ben did it. Can you? And that's not realistic. Mm-hmm. Not saying what he's doing is, but it's not realistic. Mm, gotcha. No, this, this is like, I feel like we only like, touch the surface of Uh like what we could talk about today but before we kind of wrap things up and get to the end of the conversation I want to know more about you and your story and so first I want to know like what is an esthetician (laughs) and how did you get into the skincare and beauty 
um, space. Okay, so I guess I will start with how I got to it because my first time hearing institution was during that process. I started aesthetic school and at the time I'm wearing makeup daily, mm. every single day to work. Um, I have it down to the science. So if I walk out the house with a plain canvas, my bag is right here. I will sit at my desk and whip this up in ten less than 10 minutes. Like <laughs> so I had it down to a science. Um so now I go here and now I have to be in my natural state. Mm. And it scared me. Mm. because I only saw myself and I say I I would say um I would only see Alicia but but no I would only see myself I only saw myself done up until I went to bed and when I, I did, it wasn't like I looked in the mirror before I went to bed I washed it off and I went to bed I didn't stay with no I knew I was afraid of all of those um, problem areas. Now, for me, I never had bad skin, but I still had blemishes, blackheads. I was still a picker. So whenever I was hormonal, I would still pick. But again, I only saw myself beautiful with Ooh. makeup on. Oh, so I that right there. <laughs> so it had nothing to do with the blemishes. Because I think even if my skin was completely clear, I still would have felt the same way. Because to mm-hmm. me, it only you for I felt like I was only hmm, social media. You post a picture with your let's just get take it there. You yeah. post a picture with you plain. Mm. Let's say you get 10 likes right you post a picture with your makeup on and you get 100 likes Mm. so depending on your self-esteem it may weigh on you you know what i mean so then you feel like i'm only beautiful when i'm done up and um so starting the state school i had to be in my natural state and in that i realized that i was running from something and I felt like I it was first time admitting to myself that I didn't feel beautiful and I felt like I only and I needed these things in order for me to feel this way Mm. and so I and I'm very spiritual so I just felt like this is what God intent he put me here not only so that I can find my passion but so I can be whole as a woman so that when I go to show you and teach you about your skin, to love your skin, I can confidently say that I feel the same way um, myself. Like what Beyonce said at the end of the song, what's the name of that song? Beauty, beauty is pain. Oh my God, what is that Beyonce song? Beauty hurts. Mm. Have you heard that song? I don't think I have. Oh, wow. That's a powerful song. So she talks about just how society makes you feel like skinny is in. Mm -hmm. Um, How 
And in the video, she's in a pageant. You see her starving herself. You see all the trophies. But regardless of all of that, I still don't feel whole inside. I still don't feel like to y'all, yes, I won this beauty pageant, mm. but I still don't feel beautiful. So I think when I started to set at school, it was, I realized that about myself and I stopped wearing makeup. What? I stopped wearing makeup to work when I started mm. setting school. Um, and I only wore it. Let's say you're getting married. I wear to your wedding. It's only for occasion. Mm. I'm now and ever since then always natural. That is so powerful. Maybe mascara, but... That's about it. That is so powerful because I can only imagine how many women out there can relate to that and saying, mm -hmm. like, I only feel beautiful with makeup on. I know I personally can relate to that, too. And honestly, like sitting here having to look at my face <laughs> for the last hour for mm -hmm. this episode with no makeup on, like. It hasn't been as bad as I thought it was going yes. to be. <laughs> but it's just like to your point, and it's not even just social media, right? It's every day. And I've heard every a lot day. of women say this, like with the onset of the pandemic, it's like now that we have to be on camera all the time or even friends or family. Like if I go out without makeup on, it's like, you tired? You okay? Right. You, exactly. You, you looking mm -hmm. a little down. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it's like, mm -hmm. no, this is my face. You know what I mean? Right. And people make little comments like that where it makes you feel less confident in mm -hmm. your natural skin and your natural face. And this is whether you participate in social media or not. It's or not. right. These pressures you feel like all the time where if you're not one or perfect or a hundred percent, like something's wrong and so I don't think it's just the inner work that we as individuals have to do I think there's a total reframing of society that needs to happen yes so that people yes. can get used to the fact mm -hmm. that my face with nothing on it is imperfect yes. and it's still beautiful yeah Thank you so much. I appreciate you sharing your story so much. Like I said, it was it was so, so, so powerful. And so to end the conversation, tell us like what services you offer and Ooh. where we can find you on social media. OK, so I offer um, microdermabrasion, dermaplaning, chemical pills. So basically custom facials. So I like to custom it based, customize it based on what your skin is needing. So I also have the hydration treatment. Um, you can find me on Instagram on Alicia Dion underscore beauty um, or on my website, AliciaDion.com. Five-star Google rated. Yes. <laughs> so yes. before I let you go for real, for real this time, we got to get into our sugar-free quickies, which is a series okay. of either or questions. Yes, that you have to pick either or. You cannot pick neither or both. You ready? Okay. okay. I'm ready. Perfect. So you kind of answered this already, but for your everyday look, you giving us a full beat or bare face? Bare face. 
I figured that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's easier. It is <laughs> easier, but mm-hmm. you know, you're married. I'm trying to make the my even my, if even if I wasn't this and this is how this is you gotta take me how you're gonna see me. I know, but I need my milkshake to bring the boys to the yard. And then once they get here, (laughs) (laughs) then once they get in the yard, then we can, you know, but I just don't know if my hair. I got to bring you in first. Right, right. Once they see me without the makeup, they'll be like, oh, okay. She's so cute without the makeup. But, you know, like, if I'm going to be out here competing, because let's not, like, it's a competition. Like, if if we out, right? And a man sees a woman with a full beat and a woman with no makeup on. It's like the woman, you know what I mean? And, and not and not even to say you that have one of those men that say they prefer a natural woman. But I feel like that's. To a certain degree, but right. anyway, because uh-huh. when you have the makeup on, it not only is just it says something about a woman, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like she's put herself together today. Together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All all those kinds. So it's more like of those kinds of things and like an aesthetic thing. Like it's not I don't feel like I'm out here like tricking anybody with my makeup. Like I take it off and I look like a completely different person. But I'm trying mm-hmm. to put out there that, you know, I'm I'm put together. I'm putting my best foot forward. I'm trying. And then once you get in my get in the yard, then I'll take <laughs> but I need the milkshake first to bring them to the yard. <laughs> I can't listen. I can't. I can't okay, next girl. Push. Girl, listen. It's hard out here. So if you only <laughs> have time for one, are you putting on lipstick or mascara? Mascara. I'm a lip gloss girl. I'm sorry. I love a lip gloss, but I'm a lash girl. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel I'm you. So this is the last one, and it's completely random. For breakfast, pancakes or French toast? Pancakes. I love pancakes. I can eat pancakes every day. (laughs) I feel you. Well, thank you so much again for coming on. This has been an absolutely amazing and fantastic episode. I feel like we're going to have to have you back. If your schedule permits, we have to, because I feel like we didn't even get into the skin types and the asses as much as I want to. And and I, and I need it. I need it. I need it. So we'll have you back and we can have some more conversation about perfections, imperfections, blemishes, and all of those other things in yes beauty and healthcare because we have become so unhealthily obsessed with perfection and flawlessness that we have forgotten that the imperfections the blemishes and everything else are what make us all unique beautiful amazing and (laughs) even if you have all the natural beauty in the world we still going to be implementing these skincare tips because while the goal may not be perfection it's still fabulousness okay it's it's giving fabulous (laughs) right so thanks so much again for joining me and thank you guys for tuning in this week and be sure to check back in next week for another great episode plenty of real talk and of course more of the most exquisite tea that's 100 sugar-free woo chow Mm -hmm. what a show We shared some good old tea today, didn't we, friend? Thank you for your presence. 
I truly enjoyed you at the tea party. And we appreciate you sipping on some sugar-free tea. With me, your host, Sid Mack. Until next time, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Sugar Free Podcast or at Sugar Free Pod. You can also visit our website at www.sugarfreepodcast.com. See you again soon, friends. And be sure to keep the tea party going, a with plenty of tea that's 100% sugar-free. Tired of piecing your business forms together from an internet search? Tired of sealing all your business deals with a pinky promise? Looking for a way to add some formality and professionalism to your business relationships? Then you need Formally. Formally is a DIY legal form and template shop for entrepreneurs, small business owners, creatives, freelancers, dreamers, and side hustlers. All Formally forms and templates are drafted by an experienced, licensed business attorney and reviewed by a law professor. So, not to brag or anything, but our forms are pretty legit. So what are you waiting for? Throw those pinky promises away and try formally today.